Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. As always, I'm delighted that you're here, that you've stopped by to listen to the message today, and I know you're going to enjoy our guest. I wanted just to take a little side note today because tomorrow is an important day in the history of the United States. And this is for all those people in other countries that are listening to us, as well as for a reminder for the people who live in the United States. The 4th of July is where we celebrate our Independence Day from England. But, you know, over the years, we've gotten... it's. It's become more than that. It's about us challenging and fighting for the freedom and, and peace for all over the world, for many countries. And so we still today participate in the struggle of freedom and peace in the world. <laughs> so on the 4th, um, it's more about honoring for us, it's locally in the United States, it's more about honoring those men and women who have served our country in some capacity. They've given the the supreme uh, gift of giving their time, of leaving their families so that they can they can do the fight for freedom. So no matter what branch of the services they used, whether it was the Army, the Navy, Air Force, uh, Coast Guard, we like to honor those people tomorrow. For instance, my church is doing a, a musical production honoring those men and women in our, our family that have gone off and given um, of their time. We honor the families as well because of their commitment, the great sacrifice that they lived through for this country. And then we also honor those that have fallen and did not return from battle. So I hope in some way we celebrate this outside of just that service tomorrow with fireworks. Fireworks for me are like I'm a kid. I'm like I love seeing the noise and all of the colors in the air. And so firework presentations are all over the country in the United States. I hope that that is your pleasure, if you gain great pleasure in seeing that brilliant sky full of color, that you'll seek it out in your community to show your support and to enjoy an evening of fireworks celebrating America. So, having said that, I want to share our firework program today with a dear friend, Janella Bauer. And Joella and I have traveled this world of coaching together. I think it was maybe 
five or six years ago that we were in a program together, and that's where we first met. Um, mm -hmm. She is, is that right, Joella? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Going down memory lane here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. But Joella has become and is called the marketing plane strategy and execution expert. Man, I love that title, Joella. Anyway, <laughs> as a business and marketing coach, she's worked in one of the top niches, niche coaching companies in the world. And she has designed, planned, executed hundreds of successful marketing campaigns. She's also worked privately with coaches in taking the exact action they need to push themselves through marketing overwhelm and procrastination and create a profit profitable income from their coaching business. Now, today, she comes to us as a business and marketing coach. She is the owner of a digital marketing agency called Mystic Digital. I love that. <laughs> Joelle, I help struggling entrepreneurs because I do want you to know entrepreneurship does have its challenges, but there are lots of people like Joelle out there that here to are here to help that journey go smoother because of the rewards that we know that are on the other side of entrepreneurship. So welcome, Joelle. I'm just thrilled that you're here with us today. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited to get to talk to you again. <laughs> well, we just keep, even from the very first time that Joella and I met in, in a training class, we have evolved, both of us, from where we might have originally thought we were going to go into different facets of the business. And so it's always interesting. Back at that time, I had no idea I'd be doing a podcast. And so, and yet I thoroughly love this experience of interviewing and sharing the good word with everybody. So, Joella, one of the things that I always like my guests to share is back in the very beginning, when you were doing your original work, can you talk about being a counselor in a, a correction institution that you had the urge, you had this message that said there was more for you to be doing, you needed a different a different direction. What was one there's two questions I guess. What was different about this experience or this defining moment as I like to call them that you'd heard maybe heard that voice before and hadn't responded to it? Or just what was the the impetus behind making that change? Because we all know that's kind of a scary step. We need a little oh, yeah, job, sure. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I was, um, it's funny because I, I never had any models or anything that were, uh, no family members, no friends or anything that were self-employed, um, you know, had, had run their own business. And so I never had that as a model, so I'm not really sure where that came from. But I can mm -hmm. remember... Um, Back, you know, even in my 30s, I can remember just like grabbing books and, and, um, magazines on starting your own business from home, the hundred top businesses you can start from home. And I would scour through these things. And there was just something about it that called to me. And then I remember reading at one point something about coaching. And because my, 
interest was in counseling, I yes. realized that this was so closely related. You know, but back at that time, again, I, I really had no um, models of people that had done this. So I, you know, I went to college, I got my bachelor's degree in education, and then I mm -hmm. went back and I got a master's of education in counseling. And, mm -hmm. you know, I just, I just wanted to, you know, follow I mean, at that point, I figured I should just follow kind of the track that most people follow, right, which is right. go to college and get a job. Right. And um, so, as you said, I was working for, I was working as a counselor for the Department of Corrections, and this, mm -hmm. this gnawing thought just kept coming back to me, you know, over and over again about coaching. And it's so funny you asked me, like, what was the kind of the impetus to really put me over? I was actually in my office talking with one of the you know, prisoners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, and he and I had actually, um, had, had developed kind of a, a, a counseling relationship, um, where it was more than just because the counselors at that time, you know, did a lot of paperwork and stuff like that. But he would actually come to me for advice and thoughts and, mm. and, 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 and advice for like when he gets out and so forth. Mm. And I remember him saying to me one day, he was like, Mrs. Bauer, you are just like my coach. You know, you're just a <laughs> to me or something like that. And uh -huh. I was using that word. And I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, you know, because at that uh -huh. time, coaching wasn't even well, like, heard of. Like, people, besides uh -huh. coaching athletic teams, people didn't really hear about life coaching. So for him to uh -huh. use that word, I was just like, uh -huh. oh, my God. It was like the, you know, the clouds parted and, the you know, there was a star. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was like, oh. You know, I should do this. So, um, and and honestly, I really just from there, I just did nothing but you know, kind of research it and make a plan to, to mm -hmm. get out and start my own business as coach. And I didn't look back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, did you did you follow somebody that was in the coaching world to get your your start or to get you to pull you back. And I know for me, Jack Canfield was very important in developing me into a coach. So did yeah. you have somebody that you particularly were drawn to, to follow? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was drawn to Martha Beck, who is yes. Oprah's coach, Wonderful. right? Oprah's yeah. life coach. Yeah. And I, she had a book out called Following Your North Star. And I yes. remember reading that book early on, and I just loved it. And it spoke to me so much. And she had a coach certification program, and it was a pretty, you know, pretty involved, in-depth training, uh, mm -hmm. like nine-month training and stuff like that. So I actually, that was, kind of the, the first of many mentors that I followed and, and yes. I actually did. I quit my state job and I jumped straight into her coaching program mm -hmm. and yeah, and, and fully committed to that. So yeah, she was my first, first of many mentors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, we know that once you get the bug, once you've been bitten by the bug, <laughs> it's yeah. like you you're almost a junkie in that you just this this work this learning from people just is ignited in you and so sure. you know there's so there's a lot of good information out there there's a lot of good people out there that are sharing and coaching but it's who you're drawn to to that has that special key to open your doors is the one that you usually go with. And so mm -hmm. it, it's really interesting.
that, you know, how our lives journey, because we would not have met had we not continued our search for sure. Right. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Because and, your mentors can change, you know, they change as you change, you know, you learn things and you put them into play and then you keep seeking. Right. And so that's when you and I met in a different program because I was continuing to seek out, you know, further um, kind of mind body work and mm-hmm. um, deeper energy work and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you continue to learn and, um, and, and, seek out people and then, you know, you meet wonderful people like you <laughs> <laughs> and how we've continued for years. It just keeps, yeah. what's so funny is that when you're in a program with somebody, like we were in a year long program, I think, weren't we periodically, we'd come together as a group and study, I think three or four times a year. And when yeah. you are in, in course, in those sessions, they're pushing you to your limits. Okay. You experience uh, growth experiences, which are also very, very stressing at times, <laughs> get you outside your comfort zone. It's all good. Yeah. Though. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> anyway, when you are in situations like that, growth situations, then you become so close to your, your teammates and your, your other sisters growing in that um, mm-hmm. uh, group. So anyway, it's really, it's no surprise that we are connected in some special way. Now, mm-hmm. we are pretty sold on entrepreneurship, but I'd like for you to tell us what, what you think um, are the uh, valuable things about entrepreneurship. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, for one thing, I think for, uh, it's not, you know, it's not for everybody, but for one thing, um, I, I am such a proponent of, you know, women becoming entrepreneurs because, um, there really is no limits. I mean, you know, if you take a job, you get, you know, a degree and you take a job, there's a set salary for that job. And then, you know, you work for a while and you can, maybe work your way up and apply for a different position and, you know, maybe make another salary. But when you, when you own your own business, really the sky is the limit. I mean, you're only Mm -hmm. limited by your creativity, you know, what you can learn, your motivation um, and things like that. So really the sky is the limit and you, you know, you can do the things that you want to do and you can earn the type of money that you, that you want to earn. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's one of the big things. And for me, owning my own business has, um, it's, it's one thing that gives me a purpose like this. It's my major purpose in life. Um, mm-hmm. you know, for some people it, you know, maybe volunteer work and, and, you know, or running a nonprofit or, or working in a nonprofit or something like that, that, you know, gives them life and just makes them jump up out of bed in the morning. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I absolutely, you know, I'm I'm married and I have my kids, you know, but my sons are 25 and 15 and they don't need mom like they used to. So, (laughs) yeah, so my business is really, you know, is really that thing, that living, breathing thing 
that is always like <laughs> changing. It, it's exciting. It's frustrating. It's whatever, but it makes mm-hmm. me get up out of bed in the morning and see mm-hmm. what's next. You know, mm-hmm. what is there yeah, right. to do? So yeah. it, it, right. it really gives me that purpose. And I think like for people in your audience that are looking for, you know, some transitions and stuff like that, maybe transitioning to a, you know, a, a maybe out of a career to another career or out of a situation, you know, entrepreneurship can really be a vehicle to give them that purpose and focus and something that just can make them excited about life. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, from, you know, in the beginning days when I was in that class, I was I really trying to find the person, the, the client that I was wanting to help. Um, through life and my own experiences through divorce and knowing the uh, the stages of growth that one must go through in that situation that are also shared by the woman that loses her her partner or her husband or you know the grief process that it's mm-hmm. it's now where I find that I give get my greatest pleasure is seeing that woman's eyes wake up, become bright again, and realize she does have far more in her than she's probably claimed in years. And so mm. it gives me the pleasure of seeing those eyes. That's what you go for me. That's what makes, <laughs> makes me want to get up and go the next day and um, help someone express themselves and find who they are. So, you know, we all I'm saying here is that Discovering who you are and who you want to serve is sort of like, and pardon the the famous quote, but it's like peeling an onion. It's a very good descriptor. (laughs) You know, you cry and you peel another and you cry some more. (laughs) Keep peeling (laughs) because it is. It's it's stressful in, in that you're growing and actually you're awakening who you are. We've spent our entire life living for others. So now we're learning right. who we are. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So when so you are helping, you are peeled the onion again because <laughs> <laughs> you were a counselor. Then when I knew you were also helping people with weight loss because you had done this, you had, had done this awesome weight loss yourself, which mm-hmm. was um, – Wonderful. I mean, people struggle with weight all the time. So that was how much did you lose? I lost 115 pounds. Whoa! Wait while it gets up off the floor because they're so. (laughs) That's so, Ella. That is huge. And you did it. And so, anyway, you were helping people with that for a while. So that's, and now you've peeled the onion again. So you went into supporting another larger coach. And now you've gone peeled again. And you're going into your own um, business, right? Mm -hmm. Did I say that right? Yeah. um, Yeah. Did you want me to speak to that a little bit? Yes, I would love for you to speak to that transition. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah so I um, I was doing weight loss coaching when I first started. So, you know, when I completed the Martha Beck uh, coach certification, you know, I was looking for kind of a specialty or we call it a niche or a niche. 
And um, that just seemed to be the most obvious to me because I had gone through this massive weight loss and I could really speak to the struggles and, and, oh, and how to kind of get through that. And so um, for me, you know, I put all my focus into that. And I did that for a while and really enjoyed it. And then after a while, um, I was, you know, I was doing some work for, uh, for another, for one of my coach mentors. And, mm-hmm. you know, she, she saw that I was really, really techy and, you know, and, and stuff like that. And so she had asked me to help her in her business with, you know, kind of the tech side of it. And it was right. fun because I never considered myself a techie person, but from the process of building my <laughs> own business, I became this techy, nerdy person and I really, really enjoyed it. So, you know, I, so I, I, um, you know, was kind of working for this other person, not really as an employee, but just, um, just helping her out with, with building her business and getting clients and so forth. And through that process, I kind of slowly started to let my coaching business go, you know, very slowly. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. after a while, after several years of working for this other person, I kind of realized how much I missed coaching myself, like having my own coaching business. Oh, yeah. So when I decided, yeah, so when I decided to kind of reinvent my coaching business, you know, re- reinvigorated, I, I should yes. say, you know, yes. I really wanted to do what I had learned so well, which was um, I wanted to work with other entrepreneurs, other women, um, uh-huh. and men too, but I mostly tracked women entrepreneurs who are looking to build their own business as a coach or, um, you know, a healer or something in that right. area. And so that's the kind of coaching that I now do uh, is business and marketing coaching for those type of people, because that's just what I've, you know, come to learn so well. And then right. I also do the digital marketing part of it, which is, you know, people are probably saying digital marketing, like what's that? You know, so that's really <laughs> just the, any of the online assets that people need to build a business. So, you know, mm-hmm. websites and, you know, sales funnels and sales pages and, right. you know, um, and stuff like that. So, you know, I do that as well um, because they play into each other. And so if somebody comes to me and they need help with the coaching end of it, then I, then I do that. And if they need help with, you know, building their online um, presence or, or whatever through um, right. online programs and stuff, then I can help them with that too. I love that you've got so much variety in your, yeah. you know, it's not one set thing that you're doing 100% of the time, because I think many times, eventually, that leads to burnout in some respect. Having diversity oh, sure. is yeah. is uh, so important. But where would you tell somebody that's listening to us today about where they would start if they just know they want to do something. This sort of tickles their fancy to having a business of their own. What would you say would be words of advice? Yeah, so Where I would definitely, start? yeah, I would definitely tell them um, to, you know, if they, if they feel called to coaching um, or something in that area, um, mm-hmm. You know, I would definitely tell them to look at kind of what struggles they've gone through, and we all have our struggles. So it's you know, mm-hmm. it's, it can be family stuff, or um, you know, or divorce, or weight loss, or you know, in just any number. There's really? so much out there, and just yeah. you know, figure out something that they feel that they have conquered to some degree, and um, and then feel like like they don't have to be completely 
healed to coach other people through it. They just have to be steps ahead of other people. You know, they right. have to be on their way to, you know, to, to healing um, and, and be able to kind of help other people by, you know, just reaching back their hands and helping them, you know, through. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's one place to start if, if they're called to coaching, right? So, um, you know, coaching or something in that area is to start with a life struggle that they feel like they, they really are coming to the other side of, you know, that they're, mm-hmm. they're having some success. And if they do want to do coaching, there's many programs out there, um, you know, that are really, really good. I think even universities are offering coaching certification programs now. Um, as I said, I did the Martha Beck coaching, but there's many, many other good uh, certification programs out there. And I would advise them, you know, to, to do something like that because then they, they can get an idea of um, just kind of how to set it up and, and yeah. get some of the tools under their belt, you know, for, for coaching people. Um, and, you know, if there's, if they want to start, you know, they don't have to do coaching either. I mean, I just, I think, you know, if you kind of get that entrepreneurial bug or that spirit and you want to try something, you know, it, it, it can definitely be a brick and mortar business, um, or, you know, anything like that, uh, just, just find something that lights you up. I mean, I guess yeah. if it's not coaching and what we're talking yeah. about, maybe you look at your hobbies, you know, like yeah. what kind of hobbies do you have, mm-hmm. um, that you could turn into a business. So there's all kinds of things, just yeah. so many, you know, so many things and so much information out there for sure. Right. The key thing I think that you said is that what lights you up, it's what gives mm. you pleasure. My gosh, you're going to spend yeah. so much time in this area that you better like it. I mean, yeah. you need to enjoy <laughs> your time there because mm-hmm. it's going to have some some ramifications around it that are going to be challenging and stressful and bring up all sorts of things like procrastination. I don't want to do that because it's difficult for me. All of those things come up. But if you can just be in the joy of what you do, the coaching part of it, if that's mm-hmm. what you like, or if you want to sell widgets, then even yeah. when you sell <laughs> widgets, you have to have, well, how am I going to market it? Where am I going to find this business? How am I going to storefront? Am I going to have a storefront? So there's yeah. all sorts of things that, pop into that you um, have to take one one thing I would say though because I I wouldn't want anybody I wouldn't want the fear of not knowing or you know um, of people being like I don't know exactly what I want to do so one one piece of advice that I would give people Mm -hmm. that have an interest is start someplace. I mean, you know, definitely feel into, you know, whether you think, like, does coaching appeal to you? If not, you know, right. what does appeal to you? What hobby? Um, but don't get caught up in, um, uh, you know, oh, I have to pick something and then do this for the rest of my life. Because, no, that's, you know, that's not, you can definitely transition just like we've talked about what I've done, you know, so when I first started, I was, you know, I was coaching and weight loss. And now, you know, I've changed to business and marketing coaching. And I've added digital marketing, because it's something I learned along the way, and something I enjoy doing. So I wouldn't want anybody to 
stop right in their tracks because they, they don't know, you know, they feel like they have to have it all figured out. Like you can start with something and then what will invariably happen is as you move through, you know, over the next few years, um, you know, you, you will change and you'll be like, you know, this has been really great. But when I did this one thing that was associated with what I do, I really love that. So I think I'm yeah. going to well, explore that further. <laughs> yeah. Joella, we're going to go to a break now. And okay. as you all can tell, we are waist deep in transitions and the fun of experiencing that life. So we'll be back. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at free gift from joyce.com close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits where would you go who would you meet what would you do during an uncover your hidden genius session you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back, and we are talking today with Joella Bauer. And Joella is sharing with her with us her transitions as well as the gifts that she has developed and grown through to create her business that she is now offering today as a coach and support for entrepreneurs and creating their own life and her business in Mystic Digital. So Joella, we talked about all the transitions and brought up a few of the things that we can coin them as the downfalls or the problems or issues that somebody might run into starting their own business. So if you could just address that a little bit today to help them feel better about their decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So definitely, you know, with when you run your own business, and this will be very obvious, you know, to people. I mean, they'll they'll get this. You know, there's ups and downs in everything. Um, you know, even things we we enjoy doing for the most part. So, you know, some of the great things about 
running your own business is kind of having that freedom and being your own boss and not really having a cap on your income uh, and that kind of thing because you can determine that for yourself. You can do as much as you want or as little as you want, and you can really determine that for yourself. There are a couple of downfalls that, you know, I did want to mention um, just so that people are aware of them. This is nothing, you know, this is nothing that um, that makes me feel like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go back and get a job. Uh, <laughs> Nine to know, five. So nothing. <laughs> right, right. But it's, it's something that, um, you know, people just want to be aware of. And so uh, just a couple of things that I can think of, and maybe you have some more after I talk about these. But, um, you know, especially if you are running a business from home, like I am, you know, coaching business that's mostly conducted uh, over the computer, you know, online and over the phone, um, there can be, you know, a situation uh, where you can feel lonely because you're, you know, you're in your office doing your thing all day and there's not necessarily a reason, you know, to, um, to, to go out and, you know, you're not in an office environment and stuff like that. And that is something that I do miss sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I, I have to kind of almost force myself because it can become a habit to, you know, be mm. in the house. And I remember there was a period of time where I was like, when, when was the last time that I left the house? Was it three days ago or four <laughs> days ago? You know, so you do, you know, but you just have to, you, you have to put in things in place, you know, for having a community and stuff like that. I mean, I definitely have a community online. I have friends and people that I talk to on the phone, but there's nothing you know, better than really being able to interact with people in, in yeah. person. And right. one good thing is there's in a lot of areas, not every area, but there's these co-working places where you can, like freelancers and people that yes. work themselves can kind of go yes. to these co-working spots where it's uh-huh. almost like you're working in an office environment because there's other people around um, that you're working for yourself. And, you know, uh, I um, unfortunately, we don't have that in my area because it's such a small area, but um, I have put other things in place for sure, you know, to make sure I get out of the house, make sure I have community. So, you know, that's one thing that uh, definitely yeah. people want to be prepared for. Um, and the other thing for me is that, uh, and this is really just about setting up your boundaries, but I, I feel like at times I feel like I'm never off work because, yes. you know, my work is all on my computer and email yeah. and people can get a hold of me like that. And in some ways, it's, it's something that I choose because I could certainly close my computer at five o'clock and say no more, um, but I just can't help myself. I mean, I, I enjoy <laughs> running my business so much. I just can't help like, oh, I got an email from somebody at nine o'clock at night. Like, I'm going to look and see what that says. You know, and, and so for me, you know, it's my own fault, but um, but you, but, but definitely it, it's just up to that business owner to, you know, put those boundaries in place and, and they can, they can do whatever they want to. If they want to be, yeah. you know, doing that 24 seven, then they can do it, but they definitely, um, want to be careful of that creepy creep that goes on, right? It creeps right into your personal right. life. <laughs> well, and the night and stuff, yeah. It does. When you're the boss, you're also the boss of your personal time. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I so can relate to the, um, it's almost like in isolation with your, you know, your best friend is your computer. But, yeah. <clears throat> You know, I found for me, a story for me is that um, uh, definitely getting outside and walking and, 
walking in your yard, which I'm fortunate to have. I love my yard. Uh, not that I work in my yard, but I do love my yard. Uh, mm-hmm. Just walking and being grounded outside. But it was another thing that for a long time I'd cut out of my life. And that was I enjoyed singing, always have enjoyed mm-hmm. singing. And so... Um, I got so busy that I wasn't doing that anymore. And, of course, the the one place you can always find singing, thank goodness, is in the church. And so I reconnected with uh, uh, a couple churches. I went to one, sang in them, and I went to another. But it's been such a joy because it gives me so much pleasure. And, of course, mm. outside of the singing part itself, you, there's a community and so that's well. And our community is going to England next week. How's wow. that for excitement? We're going on a five concert tour. And a lot of choirs do this, come to find out. We're not unique. But <laughs> <clears throat> we are definitely, all of us are excited about the experience of singing in beautiful places. And um, I could just, you know, the church, the the churches are so big over there. So anyway, that's the excitement. And that's what I would use as my, that's how one of my um, saving graces has been just to reconnect with my community. I somehow have, that's every week, the practice. Mm-hmm. So you're, mm-hmm. you know, that's something with friends. It's sometimes um, you're the instigator or whatever and doing the friend thing, but um but anyway, those are two really good things to sort of, <clears throat> there There just has to be plans, actions. Yeah. What am I going to do? How am I going to handle this? Right, right. And like I said, if you, you know, if you're in an area, it uh, doesn't have to be a major metropolitan area, um, but, you know, there's there's definitely these co-working spaces, which I just think are a fantastic idea. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a good, great thing for coaches, you know, who want to do something like that is that at these places, they a lot of times um, they allow you, you know, they have talks and stuff like that or trainings. And so, you know, if you're somebody that belongs to this co-working space, um, you know, you can offer a talk or a training, too. So you get mm-hmm. you get a lot out of it. Um, you know, for me, as I said, you know, it's not kind of available in my, in my area. And it's so funny because once you get that entrepreneurial bug, you know, we've been talking about that a little bit, like once you're bit by that bug, you, you, you can't help but see entrepreneurial, um, opportunities in everything. So once I was like looking for the work, the co-working space and I didn't see when I was like, Oh, I could open up that myself. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes, I could. You know, I mean, it's just all, I'm like, I'm so bad with that. Like, I every, you know, I go into uh, this local, I don't know if you guys have it where you are, um, but we have a, an, a kind of an ice cream, a special ice cream shop that's called yeah. Rita's. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we go in there, we love it. And I remember thinking to myself or saying to my husband, like, oh, my God, we should open one of these in our area. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just he just looks at me and rolls his eyes because he just knows like I once you get you know you get bitten by that that bug it just you see opportunity everywhere but um, 
but yeah, you know, I, I did, I decided not to go with, uh, cause I had my hands full. So I, I didn't open a co-working space, but it's such a great idea. I mean, um, and, and if you don't have that or that's not something you're into, you know, absolutely just making sure that you are getting out and doing certain things. Like for me, you know, I go to the gym. Um, mm-hmm. and I go with, uh, you know, a couple of my friends, we go to the gym and then oh, I also definitely. go to, like, awesome. yeah, go to a jazzercise class. Like, uh, oh. and I really enjoy that. So right. these are some of the things that I do to, you know, get out and make sure that I am, um, you know, just, just having people around me and being able to talk to real live people, right? <laughs> right. In front right. Of me. <laughs> right. Well, you know, yeah. that really points me to another thought that, so many of us, particularly in a marriage, we tend to not do those things that give us pleasure like that, that help us grow. We need a separate life from our spouse so that we continue to grow in the way we would grow. Many times yeah. in couples, it's not that type of a relationship. We tend to give, give, women tend to give, 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 give. And you can have partners that take, 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 take. And certainly the yes. family unit does. But it's really important for women to keep something, develop something that it, there's, is there so that they continue to grow in their own right. So, And mm-hmm. I want to share this with you. We did just last week. We had an opening of one of those, the very first co-working environments. And you wow. spurred me on to go investigate them. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the opening. Because I just forgot. It's kind of of neat because, you know, I I think, well, years ago I worked for, you know, when I was going to college to get my first degree, I worked for a local um, casino. And and I worked there for, when I quit my state job, my counseling job, I kept that job because it was Mm -hmm. part-time. It was something I could do with my eyes closed. And because I, you know, I kind of, like, my coworkers were, uh, like a, another family to me. So I kept that job for a long time. I did give it up about probably four or five years ago now, but um, my, one of my best friends still works there and they have, um, they have done some, uh, I won't go into it, but they've made some changes there. Um, and she said, you know, Oh, they're hiring. And, you know, wouldn't you like to come back? Cause you know, you're always saying mm-hmm. that you, you need to get out more and you need to get, you know, amongst uh-huh. people more. And, um, and I was really considering it. Like I was yeah. absolutely considering going back there, not because I need the money, not because, uh, you know, whatever. Um, but just because of the, I miss the people that I used to work with because, of, yes. you know, just, just working alongside of people, being silly, right. making jokes and stuff like yes, that. Yes. Um, but in, but if you, you know, if you have one of these co-working spaces, you can really develop that kind of relationship. So, you know, you take your computer in, you're, you're working on your own thing, you're still doing your own business, but you can kind of develop this, you know, relationship with other people that are doing the same thing that just have a need for community. Yeah. You know, and people that understand what they're doing, you know. <laughs> Joelle, you know what spurred me when you said you said they sometimes teach classes. I'm one of those people that is not exceptionally savvy on the computer. I can manage, but and every year I do better and better and better. But I cannot like manage a launch, in other words, launch a program on the internet. So I am dependent upon people like yourself 
that have those yeah. skills. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I could, I was just saying, you know, and this is so simple. Like, how do you put a picture on Facebook? This is a simple process. But here I'm standing here going, I don't know how to do that. And so right. this, they would right. probably have a class that would teach me how to do that. So simple. Or somebody else there, somebody that is also working in that co-working space that does that, that is a freelance, you know, uh, whatever, a social media manager or something like that. So that's that's actually another really great point. You know, uh, they have the classes, but you can also, you get to know those people and this person's going to say, yeah, you know, I do this. And and then you're going to say, well, I need that. (laughs) You know, know? because really... You know, why waste time on something that you, A, don't like to do, or mm-hmm. B, don't know how to do, you know, don't, and, and don't want to take the time to learn because you need to stay in your genius, right? So you oh, need to be definitely. doing the things that, yes. um, that you enjoy doing, that you know how to do, and that are bringing in money in your business, let's face it. Right. I mean, that, that's, you know, stay in your zone of genius and let somebody else do, you know, the stuff that is in their zone of genius. Right. Um, you know, that, that definitely is very helpful and makes a lot of sense. Okay, so I want you to tell our audience what you do so they might know if they want to give you a call, go to your website, investigate you more, to just mm-hmm. find out how they might work with you. So Yeah, so, um, so as I was kind of saying earlier, I, I do um, the two different parts of this, but they, they work together, right? So, you know, as a business and marketing coach, if somebody is, um, they start, let's say they've started a business, but they really don't know, they're like, ah, I don't know what my niche is, you know, um, I don't know who I want to work with, um, then that would fall under, you know, the business and marketing coaching, like, um, you know, helping people figure out their niche, helping them figure out um, what kind of programs they want to set up, like what's their signature program, what do they offer, do they want to write a book, how does that work, um, you know, somebody that can keep them uh, keep them moving. Like, let's say, you know, somebody said, you know, I, I really want to, you know, do a book. Like, I, I want to have an e-book, um, but I can't get myself, you know, to really complete it. You know, that's, that's yeah. something that a, that a business and marketing coach would do. Um, but we all, but, but under that, I would also do mindset. So I do a lot of mindset work as well, because, you know, when you start a business, you know, you have a lot of sabotage that goes on. You have blocks. Yes. Um, you know, that you, that you run into. And sometimes, um, these are real, you know, they're just things that you don't know how to handle. And sometimes they are, you know, deeper. They're deeper into the subconscious. And so, um, you know, I, I do work also with, uh, you know, with some energy techniques and stuff like that mm-hmm. to help people mm-hmm. through their blocks and, and just through really good coaching exercises, you know, helping people uh, be able to see the blocks and, you know, the things that are keeping them stuck. So all of that kind of stuff, you know, like, where do I start? What do I do? I don't know. I'm not doing it. I should be doing it. That kind of stuff right. all falls under, you know, kind of the business and marketing coaching. Um, and then, you know, the digital marketing is like, okay, now I know what I'm going to do. I know what I want to do, what I want to offer, what's out there. Now I need help 
getting it, like I, getting it set up. Like what right. program do I use to, um, you know, I want to teach some classes. What's the, what program do I use um, and how do I set that up? You know, so that all falls under digital marketing. So some of the things that I do under the digital marketing end of my business are um, one, one of the big things that I do is like website and operations mm-hmm. audit. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, somebody might say to me, like, can you take a look at my website and see, you know, what you think? Does it look, you know, d- d- does it have all the pieces it needs to attract this type of person and, and that kind of stuff? And so I'll, I'll look it over and, you know, um, and, and give them information on how to change it. And then if they want me to do the work, then I can do that as well. Um, and likewise, look at the operations. Like what happens when somebody, you know, goes to your website and they sign up for maybe some free offer that you have yes. on, your, on your site? What happens yeah. after that? Is the correct thing happening, the correct, correct. follow-up? Um, mm-hmm. So that's more of the operations audit that I would do, and then mm-hmm. I can do that work as well. Um, so, you know, any of those kind of things that surround, you know, just kind of setting up and running a business. Um, and, and so they can kind of look at my list of services and things that I do if they go to um, uh, Mystic Digital. Um, dot co so i just i have to make that <laughs> clear that it's dot co and not dot com so it's oh. uh, mystic digital dot co slash services if they want to take a look and see what i do oh okay all right all right so if there was a person such as myself who when you launch a program that's a little more involved than just putting a picture on facebook so yes. uh, <laughs> you know so uh, you would not only be able to tell them if they wanted to do it, but you could also do it for them. Is that correct? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I could either advise them on the pieces because, you know, with a launch, you, you just have to, you know, it's like what kind of launch are you doing? What's, what's mm-hmm. the price point? You know, the launches mm-hmm. would be a little different for different price points. Um, mm-hmm. And what pieces do you need? So we would go over that. And then if they needed somebody to manage that launch, then I could also um, be the, you know, the, the manager. You know, I could manage their launch for them on a project right. basis right. Um, or an hourly basis. You know, that kind of thing. I tend to work right. more on a project basis. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So is there, for just a business, you, well, I guess they just need to go to your services pages so they find out more about your prices for probably the discussion on the digital marketing is a discussion. <laughs> yeah, for right. sure. All of it, really, yeah. all of it, honestly, is a discussion. They're, they're honestly, they're not going to find uh, prices on my, um, on my page because it's, it is very individual. Um, yeah. Like if you tell me that you want me to manage your launch, that might be different from somebody else that says, you know, I want to launch a product or, you know, oh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. They could be so different. And so what they will find on there is kind of a list, you know, basic list of um, uh, the digital marketing type of stuff and the coaching and what that means. Um, but they'll find a link to my calendar where they can just schedule a free, you know, um, session with me to discuss, you know, the, what their needs are, something that they mm-hmm. might need. And then, mm-hmm. and then we could, you know, we could go on from there and, and figure out I would – um, you know, do a proposal for them or whatever. So. Right. Well, for you all listening, I know that we have gone from baby steps to leaping over mountains in the <laughs> entrepreneur 
world. But it's it's all fascinating. The most important thing, I think, is determining if you want to be part of the world of coaching. And Joella, again, just some quick suggestions, just one, two, three, maybe places to start. Um, you yeah, kind of I shared think... that before, but just kind of in closing, probably the places to start for them would be um, reading books, well, following people. Yeah. The first thing I would honestly do is I would, I would, for, for them, I would take like an internal kind of assessment as to um, just take a piece of paper, a piece of scrap paper, and really mm-hmm. just kind of write out um, some of the, like something that they've struggled with that they feel like they are um, coming through to the other side, right? Like they found something that works for them. So, you know, a, a struggle, major struggle that they've had. And the reason for that is the reason why that can be so great is because, you know, they even, like I said earlier, even if they have, they don't feel like they're completely healed or they're completely to the other side, you know, getting through, um, you know, an issue or a big, big problem that they've had can give them that confidence, right? And they can speak about it confidently. That's why, you know, when I was doing the weight loss coaching, you know, it was fairly easy for me because I I just knew it like the back of my hand and the confidence yeah. that came with that was just I, amazing. So, um, yeah. so I would definitely have them think about uh, things that they have been through in their life, you know, that, that they struggled with. It could be a health concern. It could be like, oh, you know, like I, I have MS or I have rheumatoid arthritis and I found this great way, you know, dealing with it. You know, it could be anything like that that they've come through um, and they've come to the other side. Or if they can't think of anything like that, um, then, you know, uh, the stuff that they really enjoy doing, you know, mm-hmm. um, they still enjoy doing or they did mm-hmm. enjoy doing, you know, is there, is there a business that they could start around that, um, mm-hmm. you know, if it's dancing or, you know, like you had mentioned singing and, you know, maybe somebody, um, you know, has, has did a lot of singing in their youth and they, you know, um, they have some experience with that and maybe they can, you know, offer lessons. So there's so many things out there and they just really have to take like an inventory of their life. What have I been through? Um, And what, what do I love to do? What would I do for hours if nobody disturbs me? (laughs) Like what, what can I get lost in? You know, if nobody disturbs me, that's something to really base a business off of. I mean, it, Uh and absolutely, you know, if they're working someplace, they could absolutely do something. They could start something on the side and just see how it goes, you know, and see how it takes it off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they don't have to leave their job, so. I find today in my life that I have come a full circle. I've always been a perimeters of teaching, being on stage, doing things like that. But as a child, in my backyard, I used to create stages. And you mm. remember the days when we had clothesline poles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, some of yep. you will not understand, but that is a pole with wires connecting it so people could hang clothes on it. So they called them mm-hmm. clothesline poles poles but I used to hang blankets on it which were my curtains and so I would play for hours on stage what was Mm -hmm. I doing I have no idea pretending singing pretending speaking I have no idea but 
if we could go back, and many times I do ask my clients to go back and visit, what did you love doing when you were a child? And how that mm-hmm. reappears in your adult life to give you pleasure. We sometimes put it on the shelf when we get married or when we get an adult and say that's child's play. But in true life, it may be our destination. And we mm-hmm. need to be willing to go back and look at it. Also, I have a book that I think they could help help them find effortless happiness, which is my book that came out last year, about going through and finding your top five core values. That mm-hmm. is very important. Who are you? What do you believe in? And how can you direct your life toward those values? So mm-hmm. that's a little plug. If you want that, go to mamazon.com. So anyway, <laughs> sorry yeah, about that. Yeah. But I just had yeah, to throw cool. that in there. But Joella, we have had such a productive day. You brought up so many interesting things for us, shared great information, so that anyone that has a question, they can get you at, what's your website again, please? Uh, the website is www.mystic, that's M-Y-S-T-I-C, digital, dot C-O. Like I said, no M at the end of that, just dot C-O slash services. Right. And, and they'll be able to see my list of services. Or they can email me if they just have a question at Joella, and it's J-O-E-L-L-A, at mysticdigital.co. Okay. So, I know that I've, as well, you've got me, I'm going to this environment center and checking them out. (laughs) 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 Create another community here in Tyler, Texas. But as always, I thank you very much for listening. Joelle, I thank you for being the guest and, and helping us share this great information. So, thank you for being willing to come on the show today. It was a great show. Loved it. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Yeah. So I know we're going away for a week, and and, uh, you'll be back next week, hopefully, to listen to another woman in transition, one that can give you some guidance and some excitement and some fun. I love you all, and I look forward to us visiting next week. So as you go out through the week, make sure that you make your week the best it can be. Because you are in control of that. Have a great week. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, Women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 